0: Welcome to Gateway Church Cymru. Church where anyone can be transformed by the story of Jesus. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you will be encouraged today by God's word. From setback to comeback. That's the name of this brand new series which we began last week and we're going to continue today. And we're going to be basing ourselves once again in 1 Samuel chapter 30. And we're going to be looking at this obscure story in the end of 1 Samuel and looking at this incredible setback that happened to David. And it says this in 1 Samuel 30 verse 1 to 7. Three days later, when David and his men arrived home at the town of Ziklag, they found that the Amalekites had made a raid into the Negev and Ziklag. They crushed Ziklag and burnt it to the ground. They would carried off the women and children and everyone else, but without killing anyone. When David and his men saw the ruins and realised what had happened to their families, they wept until they could weep no more. David's two wives, Ananiam of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal from Carmel, were among those who were captured. David was now in great danger because all his men were very bitter about losing their sons and daughters. And they began to talk of stoning him. But David found strength in the Lord, his God. Then he said to Abathar, the priest, bring me the ephod. So Abitha brought it to David. You know, I've mentioned before that I love tennis. I love playing tennis and I love watching tennis. And one of my favourite tennis players of all time has to be the British tennis player, the Scottish tennis player, Andy Murray. I enjoy watching Andy Murray. And back in 2016, Andy Murray was number one in the world. He had been on an incredible run. He had just won in 2016 his second Olympic gold uh, medal. He had won the Davis Cup with his British teammates he had won his second Wimbledon Championship and then he won the ATP two, uh, Tour World Championships right at the end of the year. And that crowned it off for him. He was number one in the world. And if you had watched him playing at that time, he was untouchable. Nobody could beat Andy Murray. But then something terrible happened. He had He began to discover that he had a niggle in one of his hips. And this problem continued and continued right into the next season in 2017. And then in June of 2017, when he was playing in Wimbledon, he hobbled off the court in the quarterfinals against the American tennis player called Sam Query. And he had a terrible injury. He couldn't carry on anymore. And he didn't play the rest of the 2017 year. And he went through some small operations to try and fix it. He was taking painkillers and injections, but nothing could ease the pain that he felt. And then we read in January of 2019, after struggling on for a year with this pain, in January of 2019, last year in Australia on the 10th of January, he made this announcement in a press conference saying that he was retiring from tennis That this pain was too much. He couldn't handle it anymore. He couldn't continue any more. And he said this. During my training block, I spoke to my team and told them I can't keep doing this. I needed to have an end point because I was sort of playing with no idea when the pain was going to stop. I said to my team, look, I think I can get through this until, until Wimbledon. That's where I'd like to stop playing. But I'm also not certain I'm able to do that. Murray loved tennis too much. It was the only thing he knew, but this pain in his hip had caused him to to consider retirement. He knew that it was too much now. He couldn't continue playing. He couldn't continue doing the thing that he loved. But then just a few weeks later, Murray announces that he was going to have another operation. This was going to be a major operation and it was going to involve resurfacing his hip. In fact, he was going to have a new hip put in place It was a major operation and he would never be able to play tennis again, but he just wanted to have a better quality of life. So he decides to to have this operation. And then we hear nothing of Murray for quite a few weeks, quite a few months. All we know is that the operation went well, the doctors were pleased with it and that was it. And we thought that that was the end for Andy Murray. Sports fans over the world were devastated. I was devastated that we'd never see him grace the courts of Wimbledon again. But then the shock announcement came that Murray was going to start playing tennis once again. And then there were videos of him coming out all over social media of him practising again, on the courts once again, all over Sky Sports News. Murray was making a comeback. He was going against the odds. He was beating the odds. He was making a comeback from this impossible setback that he had. And then in June of 2019, last year, Murray entered into the Queen's British Tennis Tournament in the doubles section. And Murray, not only did he enter that tournament, but he won that tournament. He made an incredible comeback. And we see even now that, yes, he's still having a few niggles here or there, but he is still playing tennis. He's still an incredible tennis player. Dave, uh, we see there that Murray had made an incredible comeback. And we see this is what's going to happen in David's life. David, in 1 Samuel chapter 30, he had this major setback. This was David who had killed Goliath. This was David who killed bears and lions when they tried to attack the sheep on the hills for he was a shepherd. But now David had encountered the setback of all setbacks. We see that when David and his 600 men, when they went to go and fight with the Philistines against the Israelites... The, Israel, the Philistines said we don't want you anymore so they sent them back to Ziklag and when they arrived back at Ziklag they found that the Amalekites had come in and raided absolutely everything. They'd taken everything, their wives, their children, their livestock, they destroyed that town and David and his men were totally devastated. This was the setback of all setbacks. And we saw last week that David was now in a position where he had nobody to turn to because even his 600 men were talking about stoning him and killing him. But then last week we read that incredible verse in verse 6 of 1 Samuel chapter 30 which says, David was now in great danger because all his men were very bitter about losing their sons and daughters and they began to talk of stoning him. But David found strength in the Lord his God. Last week, we looked at the first step in making a comeback from a setback, and that is to get the right help. That's what David did. David found strength in the Lord, his God. You know what the translations say? That David encouraged himself in the Lord. And that's what we are to do. David encouraged himself in the Lord. In other words, David reminded himself of who God was. He recalled of how God had brought him out of the, out of the mouths of the lions and the bears. How God had protected him against Goliath. He's seen God do great, great and mighty things within his life. And he began to encourage himself and remind himself of who God was. Of all that God had done. And he was reminded that God was with him. And that was the first step in David making a comeback from his setback. He called on the comeback king. And maybe you're watching this today and maybe you've had a setback. You know, this year we've all had a setback with coronavirus. But maybe you're watching this today and there's another setback that's happened in your life. I want to encourage you, first of all, to get the right help. But then as we continue reading this story... We see that David actually does something quite strange next. It says this in 1 Samuel 30 verse 7. Then he said to Abitha the priest, bring me the ephod. So Abitha brought it to him. David asks the priest for an ephod. Now you might be wondering, what is an ephod? Well, an ephod was a sacred piece of clothing that was worn by the high priest. Later on, it was worn by ordinary priests. But at this time, when David was calling for it, it was worn by the high priest. And it had many different colours, this ephod. There was golds, there was purples, there was blues, there was a red scarlet linen right the way throughout there. It was a special piece of clothing that the priests wore. And it would go over the front and the back of the high priest. And now David, he's asking this priest to bring him his ephod. Now, why was David asking for an ephod? Had David gone crazy? Had David lost his mind? He was about to lose his life. His 600 men had turned against him. They were ready to kill him. And now he asks the priest to bring him this ephod. You know, if I was David, I'd ask for a sword and a shield. Maybe they should have encouraged David to to get some stones and a sling instead. But why was David asking for this ephod? You know, David had lost everything. This was the setback of all setbacks. He was about to lose his life and he asks the priest to bring him this ephod. Why did he do that? Well, I believe that David asked the priest to bring him this ephod because David wanted to remember his calling. David, when he had that ephod, was reminded of his calling David was reminded when he had that ephod that he was called by God. The first of all, before he was a soldier, before he was even the king, before he was a shepherd, that David belonged to the living God. He was chosen by God. He was called by God. He was a child of God. And when he asked for this ephod, he was reminded, I am called by my God. He was reminded of his calling to serve and love the God, uh, love the Lord his God. To put God first, he was reminded of his calling. So David, the first step he had in making his comeback was to get the right help. But then the second step in making a comeback from a setback is to remember your calling. Remember your calling. You see, the the enemy had taken David's family. The enemy had taken everything away from David. He had taken his family. He had taken his friends. He had taken him away from his homeland. The enemy had tried to destroy everything in David's life. But when David calls for the ephod, He remembered his calling and he remembered that the enemy couldn't take his calling away from him. And I want to encourage somebody today that the enemy can't take away from you what God has put inside of you. Satan can't take the calling that God has placed on your life. Remember that today, that God has called you, that you're a child of God, that you're chosen by God, that you're loved by God. And so no matter what happens. No matter if everything is taken away from you, your loved ones, your job, your finances, your health. Remember that you were chosen by God, you were called by God and that you belong to him. The enemy can't take your calling away from you. And that's why David says, bring me my ephod. And I believe the Lord wants to remind you today remember your calling. That is the second step in making a comeback from a setback is to remember your calling. Remember who you are. The enemy would love to do it and nothing more than to destroy you and kill you and to take away your faith, to take away your calling. But I want to encourage you, remember whose you are and who you are. You're a child of God. You were chosen. You were accepted. You were loved by God. You were sealed by the Holy Spirit. You were bought with the precious blood of Jesus. Know today that you are a child of God. And I believe today the Lord wants to remind you of that. Remember your calling. Remember the devil can't take away from you what God has put inside of you. You know, as we come to a conclusion, even of the second part of this message, I just want to remind you of this familiar Bible verse. It says this in Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a hope and a future. You know, when the enemy has taken everything away from you, remember that you don't belong to the enemy, but you belong to Jesus. You belong to him. Your life is in God's hand. God has a call on your life. God has chosen you. You belong to him. I believe the second step in making a comeback from a setback is to remember your calling. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. For more content from Gateway and to connect with us, go to gatewaychurchcamry.co.uk. Have a great day.